This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Using pre-planned lines on dating apps to start conversation does not work generally for women because we have a sixth sense. We have like a sniff test. We can tell that those lines are maybe lines that you got from a YouTube pickup artist dude, or you even maybe came up with it on your own, but now you've used it for every single girl over and over and over. It's like that saying, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day or teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a pre-written line and he'll date for a day. Teach him how to banter and he'll date for a lifetime. Or maybe not a lifetime because you'll find the one right away and then you'll stop dating and you'll just be married. But you know what I mean. I am Kristen from kristenandchill.com and I am the banter queen. I teach guys how to charm more than just the socks off of women. And if you're struggling in conversation, if you're getting ghosted, if you're never hearing back, if you're never, ever getting the results that you deserve, hit me up at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we are back with a fresh episode and Kristen is going to reveal a little something about her personal life. She's seeing a man and she's on vacation with him. And we are going to talk about whether things can happen soon or they need to be delayed when you're dating and a little bit older. How soon is too soon to make a commitment, to go on trips, to move in with each other? We dissect this on today's episode. And again, Kristen is revealing all about the new man in her life. So keep listening. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source, and that's women. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, along with your other host, Marnie Kinris from winggirlmethod.com. And today, we're going to talk just the two of us, because we don't do that often. So we figured, why the heck not? We need to catch up. We do. Yeah. And people love us so much that they're like, we just want to hear your voices. <laughs> Stop with these guests of yours. They're too annoying. Yeah. We, <laughs> we love you. So today we're going to talk about going away on a trip with someone you just started dating. Yeah. Well, actually, the bigger topic that I want to talk about is how fast is too fast. Yeah. And I think that that like encompasses what you're doing right now because you yourself are experiencing a fast relationship. And it's interesting before you dive into to your stuff and tell people what is going on if you're open to doing that. My sister-in-law recently met a guy in August. So right now is November 10th. I'm sure this is, well, it's gonna air next week. So anyway, met a guy in August 
decided to get engaged what? beginning of October and buy a house in what? October. But then that's too fast. So for my husband, he's like, what the hell? I don't know this guy. But he's thinking it's too fast. But the guy's 50. He has three kids who are grown and out of the house. He has three daughters as well. So he's close with them still. Like that says something. And she's 45 and she has two teenagers. And so my husband and I were having this debate, like, is that weird? Is it too fast? Is it too much? And I wanted to have a conversation about this topic because you are also experiencing this right now, a fast, semi-fast relationship, which I think as you get older, relationships can move fast. And I want to hear your thoughts on that as to why they can move fast and like why you're okay with moving fast. As you get older, relationships tend to move a little faster because you do realize the clock is ticking. So I think if we were 25 years old, 27 years old, even 30, I think I would say that's a little fast. So I currently am dating someone and we met, I think it was the end of August. And then we became official. Like, Is it the same guy as my sister-in-law? <laughs> right. Well, he's not 50. He's got the maturity of a 50-year-old, though. He's got his shit together. So I think we saw each other for about a month. And then right after a month or so, we were like, let's just be official. And so there wasn't much thought to it. It was kind of like he and I both just kind of clicked and we're both the same age. And it's kind of like, well, why not? Can you tell me more about that, about just clicking? Because for some guys, right, they're dating a girl, they really like her and they're like, yeah, let's have a relationship. But she's not on that same page yet. How would a guy know if you guys are just clicking, you're on the same page? To take a step back, I want to say that for my sister-in-law, the guy that she's seeing, like two weeks after they met, he was going away for three weeks somewhere. And he said to her, like, I know this is fast, but I'm very interested in you. And I want to spend as much time with you as possible getting to know you. How do you feel about that? And I felt like that was a really good line where he's like, I'm not usually like this, but I'm going away in three weeks. And they spent every day with each other. And she was totally open to it. So sorry to put it back on you. Like, how does a guy know that the girl's open to something like that? Well, he basically did the same thing, even though he wasn't going away for three weeks. He, right from the get-go, was like, here's the deal. And it, first of all, you have to have a little bit of a green light to say that forward of a thing, saying, hey, listen, I really like you. I'm not going to beat her on the bush, blah, blah, blah. So you do need a little bit of a green light to get to that point to say that. So my green light to him was that every time he asked me to do something or go out, I said, yes. Yeah, you were receptive. Yes, I had no excuses. And today, actually, I was reading a text exchange. I was analyzing this guy's texting. And every turn he was getting an excuse of why she couldn't go, why she couldn't go, why she couldn't go. And he kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. So even though they were connecting, like they were talking about, oh, we like the same music and oh, that's really cool. I always wanted to travel there. That's cool that you've been there. They had things that they were similarly aligned with. But whenever he asked her to go out, she skirted the issue. So in this case, I did not skirt the issue. Every time he asked me to hang out, I was gung-ho. And I didn't say, well, actually, tonight I have a thing, but I can next week. So I gave him a lot of green lights. And then 
we had another green light where he invited me to, it was too late to go to this wedding he was already going to. And he was like, I wish I could bring you to this wedding, but it was like, they already did the plus ones and like, it was just way too late. So I went to the after party of this wedding where all of his friends were. And so I gave a green light by saying, I'm interested in meeting all your friends. I picked up him and his brother. So I met his family really quickly. And so I was going with all of this. And then basically what happened was a couple weeks later, he said to me exactly pretty much what the guy that you were just talking about said. He basically was like, listen, you're different. I haven't met anyone like you. I really, really like you. And I don't want you to see anybody else. So it was like, because there was so much of this, yes, 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 along the way, he could say that. And then I was receptive to it. And I was like, okay, good. I don't want you to see anyone else either. So the question is, is like, how do you end up clicking like that? And that's where that frustrating organicness comes into things. So I was on Bumble only making profiles. Like I was looking at what I needed to fill in for certain fields. And I was looking at some guys' profiles and I was not on there to date at all. And I did like a couple swipes just to see what guys had been filling in and like what the trends were looking like and stuff. And I came across him and I just knew immediately by the rhythm in which he wrote his bio and what his bio said and his pictures that we immediately would hit it off. I just kind of knew it. And it was on Bumble, which is where the girl sends the first line. And (laughs) I totally screwed up my opening line. And I do this for a living. Right. You're like, hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I said, because in his bio, it said something like, one of the prompts was your worst nightmare. And he wrote dating apps. And so then I said, we have the same worst nightmare or something like that. So then he wrote back saying something like, you mean you're not loving this? And then that's when I screwed up. I was like, I am now or am I? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not really. I'm just, I'm kidding. I just, I don't like, yeah, I just kind of started talking myself where I just went to myself. Either he gets it, like he doesn't think I'm like a moron who can't speak. Like he kind of gets the funny like rhythm of what I'm saying, or he's just going to not respond at all. It could have gone either way, like either oh, she's an idiot and nuts and I, okay, she's out or that was cute. Oh, I actually liked that exchange. Yeah. So he wrote back, he wrote, well, the oddity of that response makes me at least know that you're not like a salesman from Iran trying to like get right. my personal info. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, no bots are responding in such a weird Woody Allen style way that like, clearly you're a person. So I just knew immediately by our banter that we would hit it off. So that's one of those more organic things that you just have to let yourself when you're on the apps, be yourself. And that's one thing that people aren't allowing themselves to do. They go into this formal mode where it's, oh, hello, how was your weekend? I also like to hike. What's your favorite hiking trail? You can't connect emotionally when you're perfect and when you're robotic. So having flubs or having these little fun moments to play with. So it was like an immediate knowing of like, okay, we're similar in personality. So at least we'll have a good first date. 
And so then we have communicated about the fact that, so he has a daughter and he wants like the Norman Rockwell thing. Like he wants like the actual family feeling. He doesn't want to be a single dad. And so he was really honest and he just said like, meeting you gave me hope that Norman Rockwell painting future is possible. So he was really open and really honest, right? That was probably a month in. Well, here's a difference from what I noticed from dating in your 20s and 30s and then, you know, dating later, especially when you have children, right? right. And this is why things can happen faster, faster when you are dating past the age of 30, I believe for everybody. It's because you say more things than you said when you were in your 20s. You talk about wanting this Norman Rockwell picture. You wouldn't ever say those things in your 20s, right? You're talking about being social, going out. It's the things that are important to you at that time, but they are more superficial things and you may not actually get to know that person. You can get to know whether they're fun, but you may not actually get to know them at the pace that you are allowed to get to know them later on in life. My point is, is that dating when you are older actually is better because you know what you want, you know the mistakes you've made in the past, so you're coming into it wiser. And then you have freedom to say way more things, especially as a man, Yeah. right? Yeah. Than yeah. you would have in your younger years. So like men, I would say 35 plus, like you can be as blunt as you want if you say it confidently and boldly and not from a nervous or awkward place. So I think that that's also why things do go a little bit faster. And you are also in your 30s. So you were equally as responsive to that kind of communication. Like, do you think that if you weren't into him so much that that kind of communication would put you off? Or would you still appreciate open, honest communication? It wouldn't have put me off. It would have just not been something that I wanted to hear. So then I would have backed away. I would have slowly started to distance how quickly I would text back. And I would start finding an excuse for why I can't meet that night, that kind of stuff. So he's actually walking in right now. Anyway, this so is podcast is over. <laughs> the podcast is over. I can't talk about his abs anymore. So there is a quality of speediness, yes, that can happen when you're both at the right age. And yeah. And on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> let's take a quick break and then we will come back and talk more about going on a vacation with each other. But somebody asked me the other day like about moving in, right? So let's talk about those things that are all going to the next stage and how quickly you can do these things and what are some thoughts and rules around how to travel with a significant other and how to potentially move in with them. So we will be back after this with Kristen Carney. (laughs) (laughs) We are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the baseball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. 
Bet Online, where the game starts. When you're having a tough time and you try to talk to a friend, usually they're probably a little bit in and out of the conversation, like mm-hmm, kind of looking at their phone, listening to your problems, looking at their phone, finding this Instagram post that they're looking at way more interesting than your problems. That's why you need a professional service right at your fingertips, and that is BetterHelp. BetterHelp is there for you. It's affordable. You can set up appointments. You can have someone there 24-7. It is the place to get help when you need it most, whether it's for depression, anxiety, grief. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash askwomen. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash askwomen. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. Okay, so we are back and he's in the shower. So we have a couple minutes. Oh, I wanted to see him. I'll make him say hello. So I'll try to squeeze in some things that I don't... Yeah, you don't want him hearing, obviously. We're comfortable, you know, with each other. But all of a sudden, when it's like I'm talking about our actual situation, it's like, ah, I don't want him to... We're still new. It's like we've officially been dating for like two and a half... Or officially been boyfriend and girlfriend for like two and a half months. So it's still new and fresh. So I've been having like a hard time due to my life circumstances. And he was, you know, weather was starting to get really gray and cloudy. And he's like, let's go somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, let's go somewhere. And it's like a fast forward button on could I live with this person and how do they function in their everyday life? You know, and of course we've spent time together, but not in the sense of like five days in a row, wake up, yeah, pooping, pooping in the same location. That's right. a big deal. Like I'm very self-conscious about not having my makeup on right. And yeah. that's like a big thing for me. And I'm self-conscious of wearing, like it takes me a long time to pick out outfits. So I'm like, does he get impatient that it took me a little longer to like put my eyebrows on? Those kinds of things. So it's a good litmus test. And then also you get to see, is the person patient? Like when you're traveling, how do they travel? Are they friendly to other people? Do they seem frazzled? Do they seem in control? And the whole thing so far knock on wood has gone so really smoothly. Like we just kind of timed, there was no stress getting to the airport. And I was impressed with, we were trying to check our bags on because we flew frontier, which is like 
a ghetto airline. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have to pay for your carry-ons. And so we were in the car on the way to the airport and I'm trying to figure out how to check in these carry-on bags. And like the website wasn't working and he had zero stress and was just like chill and driving. And he wasn't like, oh no, like his temper was super mellow where I stayed mellow, but I was getting semi-stressed. I was just starting to get a little nervous, but it was such a nice thing to see. Oh, he's not going to be the guy who's like, come on, hurry. Like, you know, I said to do this. He eventually maybe down the road that could reveal itself. But when you do something like this, it's almost like being in a reality TV show, like you're thrown into these circumstances and it's like, how well are you going to handle it? And so, like I said to him yesterday, because I was taking a long time doing something. Oh, I said, I don't know if I'm going to have a carry on or a checked in bag. And he was like, I don't want to push you to have one or the other. And I'm like, no, it's okay to say, listen, Frontier Airlines, like it's not like other airlines, just do a carry on. Like you can do it, just do a carry on. I was like, you can tell me that you don't have to like tiptoe around. So he's like, well, on our first trip together, I don't want to tell you how to do things, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it's a litmus test for how smoothly things can go. Yeah. Well, same for you, right? On your side as well. He's evaluating too, right? This is something that gets you to see a different level of another person. Oh, is he done showering already? Oh, I love this. A man who doesn't use a lot of water. That's like how I am too. Well, I also, I referenced to him twice, I think, the movie Heartbreak Kid, which is where Ben Stiller meets a girl that he thinks is great. And she shows no signs of insanity. She's beautiful and fun and perky. And they get married right away and they go on their honeymoon and it turns out she's just like a whack job. And so then Ben meets a different girl who's the actual normal girl. And so I just, I jokingly was kind of like saying, I hope I don't reveal myself to be that girl on the trip. And I told him, so just so you know, before we started taping this episode, I said, I normally am not talking a lot on this podcast. And he walked in and all I'm doing is talking. And it's because our guest canceled. But I'm wondering if he's hearing me say that. So from the female perspective, what are things that you're evaluating? So like you said, some of the things like that he's calm, cool, collected, that meant a lot to you to help with your anxiety. What are other things that you're looking for while you're on vacation with him? Are you looking, I know every single individual is going to be different, but what are you looking for? Like, are there things that you still want to know or are you pretty much decided? I feel like pretty much decided. Like it's so hard to answer these questions. Yeah, no, there's definitely things that I'm looking for as well. Like, is he gentlemanly in terms of like, how does he handle the pay for this whole trip? Not that I'm saying he has to pay for everything, but that is something that I was looking to test out. And I've been generous and like, I like, I paid for the $100 Uber it took to get from Tampa to Siesta Key where we are. I've paid for a meal here, our snacks there, but with the Airbnb and the flights, like I offered to pay, but that was a little bit of a thing. Like he's got a good income and stuff like that. And if he was going to be like, so your half for the flight is going to be this, like I would have been totally turned off. So that was a little bit of a test. Also, can he enjoy things that aren't maybe exactly like what he wants to do? So he's really open to, like I said, because we were going to do like one fun activity. And so I said, jet skiing. And I don't think he's super into jet skiing, but he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. 
but it, you can tell it's not like his thing. And right. so it's testing to see what's wrong with him. It should be his thing. I know <laughs> we're going to get eaten by an alligator at some point. I have a feeling. So yes, it's like I said, a reality show in a way you're thrown into this circumstance and he is a messy guy. That's one thing. Like he's very, very, very sloppy. And so that's in his environment, in his house. And I tried to clean up his house a little bit for him. And it's like a lost cause. But in this environment, we're staying in an Airbnb. Can he keep it kind of clean? So if we actually had our own shared space, how would it look? And so he's keeping his stuff in the right where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Like, so we're not driving each other insane where I'm like, oh my God, I just picked up that towel and I'm picking up that towel again. So it's definitely something that I'd recommend to people in their 30s. You say 30s, I say like mid 30s plus to do within like six months. I think so too. Yeah. Because all of a sudden there could be surprises. And right now, basically, I'm somewhat in a hurry because I want to have a family. He might be in a hurry because he wants his painting. He wants his painting. And he's like, I'm sure done with showing up to family reunions with his daughter being a single dad, you know, like he wants all those things. So why not just hurry it up and take the plunge? And it doesn't have to be somewhere like five days on an airplane. It can no, be it's just a, a little excursion. Yeah. Like a weekend excursion. You really see how the other person functions in their somewhat true personality. But a year from now, maybe it'll come out like that he isn't generous or he isn't calm on flights and he was just putting it on. But at least I can put the chips on the side of the bet of, I think he is that way because I haven't seen him in any other scenario so far getting frazzled or getting like quickly frustrated. And that's something for me, that's like a big no-no. You know, when you know what you want when you're dating, as you get older, for me, one of the things is like a quick temper is not something that I'm I'm open to. Yeah, that you're into. Right. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. But that's the thing, as you're older, you get to know more of the things. And I would suggest for anybody who is listening, whether you've had a relationship or not at this point, at whatever point you're at, I do think it's really good to always put a list of things that you don't want from another person and things that you do want so that you can always look at the other person that you're dating and say like, "Ah, you have like six of these things I really don't like, but maybe you have 20 of these things I do like, or you have six of these things I don't like, and you have five of these things I do like. It's just a way for you to really evaluate and not get lost in the excitement or the emotions or even the desperation of what is going on. So I think that like having those check-in things. So if people listening could make a list of 10 to 20 things that they like absolutely do not want. And they could be things as simple as that. I do not want somebody who gets stressed out at the airport, right? Right. They could cut you out, right? They would cut you out potentially. Yeah. Like if we went to the airport and he was stressed about the baggage and like getting real freaked, I would back away in terms of this relationship. I really, really would. Yeah, it would be a turnoff for sure. It's funny. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with a new PR firm right now. And one of the publicists was saying there was this one guy who she was really into. They've been dating for a while, kind of casually. And they went on a 10-day vacation with each other. And by day seven, she just said her skin was crawling. being Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, she called her mom and said, I just want to leave. I want to end this right now. And her mom's like, just wait for the other three days. And she's like, I literally can't stand the smell of him. 
Like everything about him just bothers me. But it was for these reasons, because there were like several things that when she got to see him in in this environment, she was like, no, 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 this is not the person for me. And she was dating him very casually before back in either Los Angeles or New York. I forget where she was at the time. But having that much time with him, or maybe she was dating him from a distance. I forget what the actual story was. But when she had a block of time, she was like, this is not Uh, a person for me. They drive me absolutely insane. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting how it can work. And like maybe guys are, are listening right now saying, oh God, women are so nitpicky. But this happens on the other side for men too. When they do get to experience this person fully, they may see things that may not fit into their lifestyle that they don't like yeah. and eventually turn them off. And real adult relationships are teamwork. And this kind of situation is teamwork. You know, the planning, logistics, even today it was like he had some work to do at whatever time. And so I was like, okay, he has some work to do at this time. I'll go ride my bike and grab us lunch and then bring lunch back. And then I'll stay at the beach while he does his work. Then I have my podcast. So then he'll come back or he'll go to the beach when I'm doing my podcast, which is why he was going to be here when we were talking. And it's like, it's a teamwork thing. And so then we're like, okay, so then once we're done, we're finished. We're going to go to X place and get some daiquiris and then watch the sunset. It's a back and forth thing. And so it's like, he's not doing all of the planning and I'm not doing all of the planning. And so you're seeing like how we work as a team and basically marriage, as you would know, I have no idea, but is a lot of teamwork and a lot of... Yeah, it's a corporation. Once you have kids, it's a corporation. You're running a business. Yeah. You know, it's not a sexy way of putting it, but I, you used to make fun of me for having our weekly meetings. I but know, sometimes yeah. it, it is. It's like a business. I need it. That's something I need just to keep everything grounded and so that it's not all in my head. And that like, these are the things that you need to do. And some women may not want the, oh, I'll do a little bit of this. You do do a little bit of that. Some women may be like, no, you do everything when we're on vacation. That may be their belief system. And it's for a man on the other side to be like, no, no, no I want to do everything while we're on vacation. And that, that's when you have a good match. I think when people's expectations are in line or if they're not in line, that they can communicate about these things, about who they are and how they work and what their their beliefs around travel and vacation are. Right. Well, women, we've heard a million times throughout doing this podcast and obviously just living in general, women like when a man just picks the restaurant kind of thing. And so when he was like, let's go somewhere, my sister had mentioned she really likes Siesta Key. So I was like, well, I've heard good things about Siesta Key. And so the next day he literally had plane tickets and an Airbnb. He picked it out. He didn't say like, you know, I mean, he obviously can considered like, cause we did have a little quick talk of like, what time do you usually like to fly? Like that kind of stuff. And it was really casual, but it was like, we've got tickets, we've got a place to stay. And then for me, you pick the fun activity that we're going to do. And so it was really attractive that the next day, like he's a go-getter or he's getting things done. And so for me not to have to go back and forth of like, oh, should we stay here? Or do you want to stay there? Like, what about, you know, this flight? Do you like that flight or this? And he was like, you can go ahead. And he's like, there's a 24 hour cancellation on the flight. So if you find better flights, feel free to check it out. But I was, and I did quick, but I was like, nope, these look great. And so he took the bull by the horns. So it was like the idea of the guy picking the restaurant, but in a bigger package, in a bigger way. And it was like, that's amazing. I can just kind of lean back and be like, sweet, I've got a trip planned. Yeah. 
And that's a leader. And that's very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I am going to wrap up the show now so you can go have your daiquiris and enjoy your man. Thank you. I think this was a really good episode. Sadly, our guest that was supposed to come on had to cancel, but this ended up working out really well because we've been off for a little bit for fresh episodes and this is a good way to get back into it. But yeah, so go have fun with your man and enjoy and uh, continue testing and evaluating and seeing whether or not he fits into what it is you want. But it sounds like he will and it sounds like you do for him as well. Yeah, let's hope in like two weeks, it's not like we killed each other. We ended up, right. we just hated each other. Well, we shall it's, see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if you show up but... next Wednesday to do this again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, go enjoy. But this was a great episode. I totally forget how to end our episodes because I have not done this in so long. But new episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out at 5 p.m. Pacific. Do not be silly and go and download individual episodes. Please go and subscribe to our show. On Thursdays. It's on Thursdays. Yes, 5 p.m. Pacific on Thursdays. You guys are awesome. We will see you next week. 